<laughs> All right, well, I'm Rich. I'm Mark. We are Two, two Guys, guys on, on Block, Block Island. Island. I feel that breeze, it's blowing in off the All right, sea. well, we're back with Hank for uh, part two of his episode, uh, his uh, second part of his episode, where we left off last time. You were talking about... Uh, uh, Holden, the autistic uh, child that that you became uh, involved with. So pick, well, it, pick it up. Well, let's do. Should we do a oh. quick recap? Yeah, why not? Okay, so really quick. I hope you're outlining uh, this because it's going to take a long time. You, you, yeah, no, I'm going to be brief. Uh, you were uh, a, you were a leader in freshwater kayak fishing, a professional photographer, especially of high school pro uh, high school, high school senior graduation. pictures, yeah. Yeah. graduation, graduation pictures. Uh, then you got you became advanced in the uh, marketing use of the internet and the new thing called Facebook. You were brought out here by a jerk who promised you a boat to charter, be a charter captain on, which you was dangled. No, on not the a cat. captain, not oh. a mate, a mate. It doesn't matter because the boat didn't show up. You know, it's, right. you know. But the point is, I didn't have a my job, ticket yet. My ticket job, comes later in the story. A job on the boat. Uh, and you, 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 you fell in with club soda. You also had you at one point dabbled in ballet, ballet. football. Oh, yep. ballroom dancing um, too. I studied ballroom dance ballroom for five dancing. years. Yeah. Great. That was Photography, fun. we said. Yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, cheerleading. So we, did Just we say that? for fun, yeah. So, so far, this is what we have. Basically, you're a Swiss army knife of a person. You have a, a tool. You're capable of many many skills at this point it's extreme your... add okay yeah. which well, is uh, useful obviously yeah. yes <laughs> yeah because mm-hmm. i mean i can't stay focused for a bit as long as it's fun once it's been not longer fun it's, it's, but... it's about so all right so all right so here we go so you come back to so you're on block island now you're you're uh your housing with is with the van lent family uh, the landscaping thing isn't quite for you necessarily uh and and to keep that housing they said to you well, it, it was it the how it wasn't it wasn't a quid pro quo like you got to do this to keep the housing. It's like holding the housing is for Holden's person, and so we talked to Holden, and Holden would be cool if you would become his person. And what that meant was becoming a social worker, where it's an after school parent driven initiative where you where the parents with a state counselor, which is a was a psychologist sit down and they they come to a conclusion of what the child's needs are. And what my job was to do is there's a whole checklist and stuff. And what my job was to do is pick him up after school, take him out and get and get him into situations where he would become socialized and get exercise. And in doing so I was like Hell yeah! <laughs> this is going to be fun as hell. <laughs> I think my wife would probably hire you to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so base and I and so basically, Hank, could you work with Rich, please, after <laughs> school? Yep, <laughs> because he needs exercise. This, yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, then I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather run around with the with the little cool dude than be picking up stones, you know. And, and so this this could be fun. And I, I was like, "Yeah, the ch- I mean, it was only a stipend, a pay. It was, I mean, it, it was it, it was just a hair above minimum wage." But but we can touch on one thing on Block Island. It was the value of a place to stay too, right? There was well, there was that component. There was that component right. of it. 
And it was like, yeah. okay, this is the best. I'm not of saying both that's worlds. why you yeah. did it, but I'm saying like we cool. we can't underestimate the compensation that is given right. to people right. here by giving them a place to stay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look it, at this glorious palace yeah, that we're where, currently, you know. I, mean, I didn't have to pay utilities, and I had access to launder. Well, even yep. better. Huge. Yeah. So, yeah. But, Huge. So, so, but I, but the number one motivating factor was, I have a chance to do something for somebody. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like. You know, maybe, and looking at it, it was like, yeah. It was this the first maybe. time in your life maybe you found yourself in a situation where you were like, could have an impact on another person's life in that kind of capacity or no? You've been doing good things for people. Portrait photography, taking care of the high school kids. Okay, okay. Because gotcha. then, they, then they come in, then I had, so they right. come back in, they see their I pictures see. and they love themselves. I see how it, oh, wow. Right. Did you make that connection immediately or was this something you kind of like uh it's something that's just internal to me that through my the reflecting on where i am and like looking at photography it was like you know you're 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 dealing with somebody's identity image yeah yeah and so my drive was to want that person to say hey look i fucking look good like the way i look i like who i am yeah and that wow and 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 just but but you break down you break down that self-consciousness By allowing them to laugh at you, they are smiling and they're not thinking about smiling because they're in a different place and you push the button, lights go off for a second, it was a fraction of a second, and then you, you move Capture on. that moment. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so now here's an opportunity to make a difference using, my, and you know, like I'm not the most normal person in the world. I'm eccentric, you know, I, obviously. I know that, you know, I, I, I do personal inventory <laughs> daily, dude. <laughs> how long does that take? Until I fall asleep. <laughs> Depends on how much beer I'm drinking. <laughs> it's an ongoing process. In other words. Yeah. yeah. Evolution. Yeah. Well, and, I and, think most people, the people that I know in my life that I consider good people do that. Right. You know, you're yeah. always kind of. And, and, and you, you put you, you and, and see one thing too, is that, I was groomed from the con- now from the perspective of service to people because I was groomed under the the Ignatian philosophy of education and community service. So a huge part of my upbringing is taking care of people, putting people first. Okay, so here's an opportunity for me to stay on the island where I want to be and have a great, have an impact on helping somebody to make sense of life. Great purpose, and yeah. I. I didn't have, I've, I've yet to make sense of life. <laughs> no. Well, so. you seem a lot more together than a lot of people I know that, that claim to know what they're doing. Uh, okay. <laughs> you say so? I do. You know I, I, I mean, I, I do. You, I'm here. Look, for <laughs> as crazy here. as you may think, you, you, you're making perfect sense to me. That's all I can say. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing I like to say that people say I'm a little crazy and I say, you know why? Because I think so many people only show 30 or 40% of what they're thinking and who they are. Cause they're right. a little nervous about that other 60% being transparent. And I say, well, I try to show 90%, you know, like I'm going to say it, I'm going to try and, you know, let you know who I am. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, a different person. I think you are that guy. Like, yeah. I don't, well, I'm I think, not afraid. I mean, I, what I think you're showing 101%. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst thing you exactly. can do laugh at me? Right. And, you know, then and you if made, you do, I'll take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> and then you made someone laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. so so as the story progresses, I went off to meet the state people. Okay. So I, we met at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts at Cumbies because I went off island. 
And I should note that I go off island maybe once or twice a year. I very, I mean, I, matter of, I was on island for almost two full years, aside from going off to meet the state people my first year. And that on, on island for two full years without going off. Now, I, means, I never go off island. I think Hang means going to America because, right. you know, yeah, he, he yeah. does actually go off island twice a day, but he lands back in the same place you know, yeah you know, uh, just out on yeah, the boat yeah yeah from land <laughs> just to clarifying, land yeah, yeah. i'm clarifying you mean like going to yeah. america to like shop and right you know, yeah. so so i went i met the people and they're like okay um you uh, talk they they briefed me on what was going on along with after having been briefed on the parent side because it is a parent state initiative driven a parent driven initiative in conjunction with the state with me as the vehicle of that initiative to to help with the growth and development of the child in an after school thing without his parents or his immediate family because you get a different sort of interaction when you have a a, a, a not necessarily a stranger but a non-family person so I was indeed background checked through the town. Okay. So you had to be background checked. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason I might've been offered the job is to see where the hell I came from. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make sure, make sure there was no outstanding warrants. <laughs> You're like, I've there always wasn't. been wondering about that. Yeah, right? They're like, great. Here's, now here's, we have to hire him. Here's, yeah. yeah, right? here's how we get the bugger background checked. They're like, well, there's no way he's going to pass that. Yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> so, so that, that went and then I was briefed. And so what wound up happening is for, from then, and for about five years, maybe six, I, I mean, everything's a blur. I mean, I'm sitting here now and it was like yesterday I came on island. So for a number of years, I would, after school, pick up Holden. And I, there's a checklist of, of things, of, of accomplishments and not, not situations, you know, um, even, even as yeah, where you put them into a social situation. You, there's, is there a prompt? Is there an a prompt? And so the first thing we wound up doing this is a funny story is here I am, uh, probably about 37, I think 37, 38, that's, I forget how old I was, but first day out, it's like, let's go to the park. Okay. I'm like, he goes, Hank, you see that? It's the teeter totter. This, this shows how intelligent this kid is because it's what we would call a teeter totter seesaw. Yep. He goes, Hank, that's the trebuchet. <laughs> trebuchet. Yeah, you know what a trebuchet is? I've heard the word. Yeah, it's a catapult. It was a weight on one end to launch oh, something on the other. It yeah, works yeah, on, yeah, it works right, on right. the principle of a lever. Right. So he saw that as a trebuchet. Oh. So, he probably so, envisioned him on one end and you on the other. And well, I would put my foot on it. With my petiteness, I would put my foot on it when he wanted it. And, and, and the motion, the actual the motion on there was good. So, I mean, we, we would go and get, to, and he'd get some energy out. And, and, and so we wound up where it was. He was into Star Wars. And Who it was the new Star Wars. Yeah. And, and so we wound up, me, along with him running around because the fortress was the playground set and the clones were trying to attack the Teletubbies that we were protecting. He was Qui-Gon Jinn and I was Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he said, so now here we are like lunatics running around fighting the clones trying to get the Teletubbies. Nobody's messing with the Teletubbies on my watch. I hear you. You know? Yeah. So, so now, so then, so then as it, it progressed, what happened was when we got into the summertime, he didn't have school. The only, the only thing that the school could possibly offer for extended school year, which would be summer school, was Camp Mohegan. So throughout the course of the summer, for about five, six years, I wound up taking hold into Camp Mohegan. 
my second summer out here. And we would go in. I would pick them up in the morning, take them to Camp Mohegan. Now, I was with the school. I was on, on, on the school's payroll with that. And so I would hang out and I just had to make sure that he interacted with people, had social. I mean, it was it was different from the state thing, but I was able to use interaction there for the for the the, the battery of, of of things that we accomplishments, if you will, or the, the growth aspect where you reinforce. My main thing was is to make sure that he interacted with everybody and got and and fit in. And if he did have an episode, I was able to hop in and mitigate it. You know, and so I was kind of like, kind of like security, yeah. you know, and, and in that same, in that time too, I, I was playing crazy foosball at Sub Club Soda my whole first winter. At the end of my first winter, the next most poignant part of my life where I met the love of my life and the, my best friend, bestest friend ever. Chris Sammy. Wait till we go there. <laughs> I might lose my boating job. <laughs> but uh, no, at any rate, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I'm, I'm running Food Club Soda. And it's the it's the end of the winter when people are starting to come back, coming into the spring. And I I was I just barely started working with Holden at this point. And in walks this girl, and she had kind of like spring in her step. And you know how you you know how it is with women out here in the winter, you know. So all of a sudden, new girl. I've been here all winter long. I mean, running food and around. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll go talk to you. So then all of a sudden, it was a very casual conversation and stuff. And little Bill comes up to me and he goes, Hank, she's taken. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really? And then he's like, yeah, well, one, of, one, of my, one of my friends, she's, she's his boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, I'm not stepping on toes. You know, so every time, so all of a sudden I'd be playing pool or we were, I wasn't into foosball yet at that point. And I just interject quickly. The best women are found by stepping on toes. Yes. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Wait to hear yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, so every time I go outside to have a cigarette, she would come out when she was there and have a cigarette because she just got back from Florida. And so she was the assistant manager at the Neptune house. So and I had I had no clue where the Neptune house was. I never had to go that far down the street. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's literally, it's literally twenty yeah. yards. I have no idea so where it is. Right, he right, just right points right yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. It's right there. Yeah. So so then as as we're getting further into the spring, and I'd have conversations with her about what like I'm a psycho fisherman. I love fishing. I grew up in Connecticut with my my dad, and I was on the boat. And I know I, my favorite thing to fish for is blackfish. I'm like. Oh, that's getting serious because in my previous life, when I was a photographer, um, I was engaged to be married for seven years. And at the, at the seventh year, I put the ring on her finger. And then all of a sudden, fishing became a problem. And when me traveling down to Jersey, so I made it very clear when the straw broke the camel's back again, her name was Kelly. And I'm like, Kelly, I do love you. But you know what? Before, before I met you and by, before I came, we, you came into my life and we, we went this far, I fished. So I'll tell you what, I can live without you. I can't live without fishing. Oh, we're my done. God. We're done. Oh, my God. We're done. Now, she had a child from a previous relationship, and it's about ready to go to, it has two years left in high school before they're going to college. I'm like, take the ring, hock the ring, put it towards the, 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 the young lady's college. I'm out. I turned around, never looked back. And your therapist. So, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Not yours, hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was like, look, let's let. I fish. 
I need to fish. You, you, oh, this no, is, you, you were clear. Yeah, I there think we no, got No, no, but that. leading up to that, leading up to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so now no, here, all it. of a sudden, here's this girl that comes in, and I'm talking to her about fish, and she knows, like, blackfish is a very, like, totog is a very specific type of fishery yeah. from a boat. It right. is like the pinnacle of captainship on a, on inshore to lock in a piece with the hook oh. and fish directly over a spot where if you're off by five feet, you're not catching deck. Mm-hmm. You know, so all of a sudden she knows her shit. And so she knew how to catch the tog from a boat from a boat. She grew up doing that. Right. But surf casting, she's like, yeah, I've never really put much time. I have caught a keeper striper off the chute. And so I immediately, I was like, I'm test. I, I asked the right questions. I know you talk fishing. I'll ask you questions. If you say you got game, I'll ask you a couple questions that you answer the wrong way. I cut you off. <laughs> if you say you got game, it's like, okay, you're a tool. <laughs> Hank's criteria for dating. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's, it's, 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 my life has been about fishing. I mean, the, the be all and end all of my existence is fishing. You know, if I can't fish, I will show you a very creative way to introduce carbon monoxide into my system. Oh, okay. Let's well, let's just let's be very clear about. Let's that. keep you fishing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, we yeah. we need you around, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna keep fishing. So, at any rate, there's a cut. There, it started to become clear to me when I would be running food, and I'd see it's just my girl Sammy now. Yep. She's not looking very happy. And I'm and then so at one point I came down the stairs. I'm like, you know what? I'm all fucking in here. I'm like, I come down. I'm like, you don't look happy. If you want to be happy, you come hang out with me, and I will make sure you're happy. And so, and I walked, I walked back Did you up. really say that was what you said to her? She'll tell you that. Wow. And so then, I'm like, that's a, we'll hang that's out. That's a strong fucking line, man. That's a, that's a, that's yeah, well, the so way I'm, to do it. I'm a one-woman man. I, like, I don't play the, I, I never played the field. I was always a one-woman man. I want a commitment. You know, my heart goes with me. Where, where my penis goes, my heart goes too. Sure. So I want the commitment. You know, I, I, plus you, you stay healthier that way. You don't get diseases. Unless, you know, your shit doesn't yeah. fall off. Let's True. not forget his official right. new nickname for me, All In. All In. All In. <laughs> All In Hank. All In you. All In Hank. <laughs> so, so then it, it was like a day later and she's like, yeah. Then there was a shit storm of fallout. Um, I from, had from the other dude, the other. Well, relationship, we don't know we, because we don't it know. was so shady. Okay, there was uh, some stalking going on. Uh, um, I had my work boots and fishing lures stolen out of the back of her jeep, and then one morning she was taking me down to work because I was still doing landscaping for Derek because I had crashed at the place before she moved up into the employee housing at the, the Neptune. She was living in the Neptune because in the wintertime you move into the heat. Right. Okay. And so she had the she was in Unit Seventeen. And so she goes to take me to work. And next thing you know, the tires are flattened and there's a tire flattened down at Derek's too, down at DVL. Uh, okay. You gotta love so, that and she's island. like, and, and you know, she goes to me, she goes, she goes to me, Hank. And this is when terror, like terrorism was, what was big. We don't hear much about terrorism now. Yeah. <laughs> you we, know, yeah. from, you know, where it was, the, it was the talk. And I said to her, she's like, Hank, I'm not worth this shit. Just walk away. And I'm like, no, this is terrorism. I'm not letting them win. And you are absolutely 110% worth it. And if I catch these people, they will never see them again. And so they didn't win. I wasn't letting them win. I was sticking it out because this person was clearly becoming my best friend. And she, so, so that's, so where, where I love her to death, you know, I mean, she's all, so, and again, I know what I, I've been around long enough. I know what my qualifications are in a woman. Just can they live with me? <laughs> and if they like to fish and be outside and we both want to be on the island we both love the island 
And so the th- so the, our love of the island, our love of being outside of the, on the island, and the fact that you know it's like I don't need anybody else. You know, you, 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 there you're it. You're my best buddy. Yeah. And if I, and I know, I learned as a young kid that if you're going to have a girl in your life, they better be a good friend. And every yeah. woman that's been in my life for any period of time has always been, we've had friendship and being able to dance and no ballroom dance. I go to weddings. I'm a superstar. Wait, can Sam dance as well? Oh, I taught her. Yeah, I just, she knows triple step swing. She knows hustle. A um, little bit of merengue. I mean, merengue is really simple. Um, and then let's see what else. Uh, pretty much hustle and sw- uh, triple step swing, which jitterbug is all you need to know. Yeah, just one, two, three, rock step. After that, just do it. Just uh, rock step after I spin you. You're good. Real simple. Take I, I your can word teach. for it. Yeah, I can teach you. I, I've taught I, wedding I, I would love to have a dance lesson with you. I, I've taught. I've taught wedding parties. Room. I've taught wedding parties. Wow. Uh, how to? Yeah, how to? Very simple. The very basic steps of hustle and swing and oh, and foxtrot. Foxtrot. Yeah, slow, quick, quick, slow. You got it. So you're now you're you're firmly cemented on Block Island. Well, you, not well. You're never really firmly cemented on Block Island. That's the first thing you got to remember. Well, no, you know, true. You, you, I do. It's always a tenuous I, I, existence. You know how many people have lost it like that, and it's all of a sudden. Absolutely. Uh, so no one I knows never, better that's than me. the first thing I never I learned not to take for granted. Absolutely, I agree with you hundred percent. So let me let me rephrase that. You have found yourself. I got a foothold, and my roots are starting to sink in. There you go. That's a better way to put. It. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're. So that's the case, right? You've now you've you've found the love of your life. You've made an, an, a meaningful impact in this other young man's life. I'm out going here. at that you're point. Really, at that point, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. And and so now you're like, this is it. I love Block Island. I want to. I'm here. Um, I was here when I first got off the boat. I was never leaving. No, I know, I know. But now I'm just trying to make sense of it for myself, oh, okay, I guess, ahead. and our listeners, and recap. And don't don't bother. I mean, there's just so much, Hank. You're amazing. You're just such a like. It just the information is just blasting at us, and I love it. I want more. Like I don't want it to ever end, but I I do need to pause so I can just make sure I know where I am in this song. Because <laughs> it's a great one. With brilliance, baffling with bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's gold. You're solid gold. That's all I can say. And But I do want to get now to, to at some point soon, if you don't mind, unless there's more to go. Oh, well, but I, I, we do, yeah, I want to know whole, where um, Chris Willie comes in. Yeah, I'm, that's, we got to get there. We got to get we gotta there. We got to get there. Oh, okay. So basically what was happening was, so I fish like a psycho regardless, okay? And I'm always in, I'm always surf cast. And, and so... I would be unilaterally going into, after fishing, I would stop into Fishworks. If I needed to buy gear, I'd buy gear. And I would stop in and I would give a fishing report. I wasn't asking for anything. And sometimes, and so I was in almost every, I mean, I fish every day. Now, when you say giving a fishing report, you mean just- I would a, just stop in and say, I had fish to here. Chris say, oh, this is where oh, they no, Chris, are. Chris really, Chris saw me come and you could see his eyes roll. You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> Willie. I mean, come on. Sometimes he would talk to me. Sometimes it's like, okay. And just silence staring through you. Yeah. You know, it's like, are you done? So Julie and Robbie Banerjee were there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So Robbie Banerjee is the one I would have hours long conversations with. Also, you got to, so, so at the, then I was, I was always showing up and then they said they were buying, they were buying fresh caught squid. So they would pay like $5 for the squid. So I would take Holden in our time, go down to the docks and show him how to catch squid. Now, he said to me, Hank, squid don't live in buckets. They live in the water. I'm like, these squid live in the bucket, and you're going home and getting paid. So I would take him to, so I'd be squidding, rolling with the little dude, 
And then we would go, and at the end of the day, we go way out to Squid, and whatever whatever money we made on that, I gave to Holden. So hanging out with me, he got paid. Wow. <laughs> so I, at, at what, like 10, 12, 10, 11, 12. So throughout the course of doing that, for, I think it was maybe a year and a half, there was one point in time where um, Ravi said, Hank, do you want, do you want hours here? And then Julia was there too. I'd come in. Julia was, Julia sometimes was like, it was the same report as yesterday, Hank. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so? so, so and, and then sometimes they bring fish in the way, you know, a seven pound fluke I caught in Old Harbor, you know, but so, and I won't, and I, I'd come, I'd buy stuff, you know, and I just, you know, and then they're like, you want hours? I'm like, yeah, I'll take hours. The one thing I never, the one thing I always said yes to was work, you know, and this is, this is where I belong. You know, but yeah, to some people, it's a bait and tackle shop, but these are my people. So now, now I'm, I'm there and people are coming in. It's like, I've never been here before. This place is awesome. Where do I go fishing? I'm like, show me your equipment. Show me what you got. And so they, then, then, so I'm not selling you gratuitous stuff that you don't need. It's like, let me take care of you. Because if I take care of you and I help you back, help you out, you're going to come back. And as Rich and I have discussed uh, previously, that sometimes here on Block Island, it's just you just hang around long enough, and yeah. you just it you just become the thing, or it you it you know. I also I mean? never ask for anything. Right, that's what I, I never. Mean. I mean, anytime anything's been asked, I mean, the hardest thing I have to the hardest thing for me is to say no. You know, that's the hardest thing. For, like somebody needs something, it's like. I'll put myself out for it. You know, it's like community. And that's, and I came with it. I mean, I've been, I've been groomed since a child with the concept of community. Cool. So that's what I, that's one of the reasons I wanted to be here. It's like, it's a small island. It's got to have a sense of community. Well, can you wash my scooter after the show? Uh, I'm not, I'm not the best cleaner, but yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, Look, you I mean, can't say like no. You, well, no, if you, say no. no if, you, if you were, if you were incapacitated <laughs> and you needed to show a clean well, scooter, I could get, I could, could, I could have that. some more beers yeah. and get really hammered. Let's mm. put it without getting into too much detail. Let's say, let, let me just say like, you, you wouldn't be the first ass I want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, now that I know that's on the table. Without, without, go, yeah, without being, without, without broaching over the line with, uh, into the taint. Yeah. No, I would never ask you to do the taint. I'm not going to lie. I'm in that club, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so then... I, have done that. Yeah. So then I started getting hours at at the shop. And shortly thereafter, the kayaks came in. I helped move. And I just... I... Willie needed something? I'm like, yeah, I'm there. I got got keys to the shop. And... um, and trust that there was immediate trust, you know, and so eventually, what happened was um, getting a couple of years into it. Um, the he said, "Yeah, I'm getting another boat." I'm like, "Oh, cool!" And he's like, "Yeah, you're going to get your captain's license. You're going to run it." <laughs> I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And but in, and a very very important thing in the meantime was. And hanging out at the shop and 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 working the shop, I came across Bo Gemp. So oh, when, oh, so oh, I man. got I got my sea time from lobster and with Bo. Oh wow. That's wow. Oh yeah, I you was got, I like was his w- king donkey. Oh dude, I can <laughs> tell got, you stories. You got, got, a lot more, got a lot more than sea time, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, there was times he tried to teach me splicing one time. He looked at me. I, I was getting spun around in space. He goes, You're not too bright, are you? I'm like, yeah, the shoe fits. I got to wear it now, don't I? <laughs> so, yeah, Man, and, I didn't and, realize you spent time on the boat with Bo. 
Oh, that's where I got all my seat time from. Holy he filled out my. Oh, I wouldn't man. have my ticket if it was. And Bo is the one that told Willie that he's going to take me to run Kate and Sarah. Ex- he's a good man. Can you explain briefly who Bo Gimp is to people? Um, Bo Gimp was. I mean, I mean, to, uh, Bo Gimp is just a, a fixture in seamanship around here. I mean, we have pump out boats because of Bo. You know, he was the one who helped design our pump out boats. He told me, I mean, he, I mean, all his war stories, literal war stories, mm-hmm. and how he got sent to Korea for going AWOL to take care of his wife, you know, to um, sailing around the world as a captain of a yacht, being to Australia, I think, once or twice, you know. And then just old school fishing stuff. I mean, just a trove of what an old school salty... Long timers. He was the penultimate long timer. And so, I mean, he'd break my stones hard. And most of the time, he was 100% right, yeah. you know? And and so, but there were, we had, there was a, I had, I, I got a connection with him, you know, for as, as hard yeah. as he was, yep. as salty as he was, yep. if he didn't love you, he would be that much more distant from you when he give you the time of day. The more shit you got from him, the more he loved you. Yeah, and that's and, and yeah. that and that's just the long timer's way. You know, are, if you're if you are that sensitive that me breaking your stones is going to you don't belong on the water. Right, right. You know, if, if you'll take some shit, you're worth teaching. Yeah, it's the you're, old the right, old yeah. litmus yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then this is the long timer way. Yep. You know, nowadays you you gotta be a little bit you got you, you take a different tag, but the long timer way was if you can't take this, you have no business taking a ten foot a ten foot wave. You the, know. Or, did he know you were a cheerleader? Oh, well, yeah, he probably would have figured it out. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that would have flushed with him. I could just see him. Oh, right well, nothing, he got to a point where nothing went me surprised. Yeah, him, you know? I could see that. <laughs> and, and probably one of the biggest compliments and one of the nicest, I mean, one of, a, life, a life achievement, if you will, when he passed away, his, his uh, both Lisa... Eric and um, Pete. Pete, yep, came up and approached me, and were like, and, and Lisa came to me. His, his children, his children, came to me, and they're like, and Lisa's like, Hank, we want you to read at his funeral, Aww. and I got to read Alfred Lord Tennyson's Crossing the Bar. Oh, wow! Dad, I mean, <laughs> I just got goosebumps, man. Yeah, yeah, you want, yeah, tell you tell oh. me about an honor. Yeah, tell me about it. So, yeah. so, so that's where that is an honor. That's a huge honor. So, so I have my captain's ticket because of him taking me out and berating me. I mean, I, I, he, there was shortly before he passed away. I spent all oh, three or four hours with fish boxes scraping up all the pears in his yard so the rats don't come around. And I'd put them in, and he, we'd take them down, and we'd dump them over the the edge down by Fishworks, you know, down by behind the oil thing. Yep. And then I would get my ass reamed out because it stunk to high heaven by Willie. <laughs> so actually, <laughs> training and working with Bo Gemp was great training for then working with and for Chris Willie. There is no training for working with Willie. <laughs> Explain what you mean by that. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, yeah, perhaps. You <laughs> <laughs> see him trying to choose his words. It's the first time. I'll make, make no bones about it. Nobody's ever done more for me in my life. I mean, like, it, he's thrown me into, he'll throw you into the fire. But he won't do it if he doesn't believe he can handle it. And, you know, and I am not the cleanest person in the world. I mean, I am not a neat freak. Okay. But you just look at my vehicle. Okay. 
I'm running his boat, and he's been groomed by a Navy boat captain. He's one of the neatest yeah. people I've ever met. He cannot tolerate clutter. I'll come down to the boat, and there's all my shit's thrown all over the deck. I'm like, well, what, 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 why is this? And he's like, because it doesn't make sense. Like, it's, it's, it's unacceptable. So I got to go clean it all up. But... I mean, it's 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 making me a seaman, you know. It's it's making me what it means to be a captain. No, yeah. I can catch fish. I have no idea what it, I mean. I had no idea what it meant to be. I thought a captain got on the boat, made sure you got off the dock, got back on the dock, and your clients are happy and you catch fish. Oh no, there's a whole hell of a lot more than that. And Willie opened my eyes to it quick. Yeah, and you know, you know what? Let me tell you something. Another thing about Chris Willie is he's the kind of guy that I'll throw you into the fire. But he's also not afraid to jump into it himself because oh, that's exactly oh, oh, yeah. what, what no, I, I, I asked him to do oh. with this place, you know, oh, a, few, sure. a couple few months ago. I, you'll never. I mean, you, we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. Yep. But sometimes people are like, "Wow, he's brutal," and yeah, sometimes he is. But it's not without point or purpose. Yeah. And it's just it's it's this it, two plus two equals four. This is what it is. Deal with it. Handle it. Right here. Boom. Yeah. Very pragmatic. Yep. Very straightforward. I mean, incredibly intelligent. Very intelligent. I mean, I love the guy to death. There's been times where he's gone off island. And he's like, it's six o'clock in the morning. And he's like, oh, shit, Hank, I'm going off island. The dogs need to get out. Okay. I'm right there. Yeah. You know, I, I never say no to him. Yeah. You know. He's a hell I mean, of a fisherman, too. You have to admit. Oh, yeah. The I've, guy knows how to fish. I've, oh, yeah. He, he's been on the water. He's got game. He's got serious game. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is, you know, there there's times where it's like, okay, Chris is up to his eyeballs and, and shit. So just give him a berth. He's going to be, he'll, he might be short and it might not be the most fun, warm, <laughs> fuzzy guy right now. But then when we go to the, when it's time to do the shows to take Block Island on the road for the, the fly fishing show or to do the salt, like to do the, the fishing seminar and, and stuff like that. Awesome. My food is all paid for. I got my lodging. Nothing out of pie. Just I go there to build a business. Yeah. None, so it's none, of, none of that makes him warm and fuzzy, though. Uh, he has his moments. He definitely, he definitely has warm, fuzzy moments. It's okay. just, you, you just, you, yeah. He's just, you know, I'm going to go back with, unlike the jerk that brought you out here, he ordered a boat and it actually showed up. Right. <laughs> and then he actually ordered another boat so you could drive yeah. it. That's what I mean. yeah. <laughs> then he said, I'll like, get another boat. You not only captain. Well, yeah. well, well, that's yeah. that. I mean, that's how pragmatic he is with business. He's like, okay. I got I got this guy here who can run a boat who is perfectly capable of running a boat, and then it's like this boat is an island icon because mm-hmm. Danny was selling it right the Harley yeah we're Harley about. yep and then the boat that I'm running yep. and it's like don't sell it we got Hank we'll work it off yep and so the first year and a half I made it for Chris so he would run his boat and then we would take families out with Harley and establish what we call a ticket. And and to and and this is the best story. The, the this is this sums up Chris in a nutshell. So and and where how you build loyalty and how you get loyalty from Chris. Okay, we there was a Jess was bringing out a tennis channel show with 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 video cameras and to to do destination stuff for the tennis channel. But a component of it was at, with Block Island and in the Newport area. What you can do to play tennis at Newport and where you can go was take the ferry over to Block Island and go fishing. And so what the, the way it was set up is that Willie was going to take 
the 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 talent and one camera on his small boat and he needed somebody on Harley to stage the equipment when we when they go out fishing. He couldn't find anybody to run Harley. I didn't know my ass from a hole in the wall at running a boat. I was never on a boat alone. So all of a sudden he's like he's he's like I don't know how I'm gonna make this. I'm like Chris. I'm like, I've been on the boat with you. I know what the, the handles do and the wheel turns. You know, I know what happens there. I, I won't, I can't put the boat on or off the dock. But if you need me to run the boats and just stay around, I'll do it. So it was like, <laughs> next thing you know, okay, Hank, you're taking Harley. So we took Harley and his boat. And I followed him out of the pond all the way around the north tip of the island, down through Clayhead on a following sea, and I had no idea what I was getting into. I'm chasing the wheel around. I mean, I'm waiting for the boat to spin around. Coming to Old Harbor, he goes, and we raft up. And so he uses his boat to pick, he uses Harley with the raft on it. He uses Harley with the raft on it to pick up the crew. Now we're thinking, okay, I'm running Harley as a stage. Oh, no, we want to be on the big boat. (laughs) So it's like, okay, Hank, Here's my boat. You're taking my boat. I never ran his boat. I never ran a center console. I mean, I know what Bo, I ran his, and he had, Bo had a touchy throttle. So he never let me put it on the dock because he was like, this boat does not belong on the road. So you can take her out, but you ain't putting her in. So at any rate. Faith. Yeah. yeah. So at any rate, now here I am. And so he has the whole crew on Harley. Puts me on his boat. We're down off the south side. And he's like, Hank, go run two miles down the, down the south side uh, to the Black Rock and then see what you mark. See if you can find fish. Like, I didn't sign up for this. You just throw me on my boat telling me to run two miles that way. And I'm, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go. I'm like, start throttling her up. And, and the sea started getting bumpy. Okay. So now the cameraman's getting seasick. So now... We are, it's like he called, and I can't hear anything over the VHF. Like, my, my ears aren't the best. I mean, that's part of the reason why I talk. I mean, like, I can't hear the VHF. So I'm texting with him, and he's like, bring my boat over. I'm like, and so the guy, the, the one of the camera crew was getting so sick that they, that they had to go in. He's like, take this person, take him back to Old Heart, take him back to the dock and come back. <laughs> so I got this guy. And he's like, oh, we're going that way too. So in going that way, this guy's sick as a dog. I gotta take him in. And I'm following right behind Harley. So now this guy, sick as a dog. I'm in Harley's exhaust. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm gonna text. Get, you, get out from behind Harley, yeah. asshole. You're killing the guy. <laughs> so so then all of a sudden, as we're going back, Harley starts blowing black smoke. Turns out there was a hole in the heat exchanger. The air filter clogged up. So he had to throw the hook. So what had to happen was I took the camera guy back into Old Harbor. He has the hook down. I come and pick up the rest of the crew with all their gear, take them back into Old Harbor. Now the boat's banging around. And I got to bring his boat in to tie up with Harley on the hook so we can figure out what's going on with the stack. And this is the first time I've ever been alone on a boat. Well, <laughs> baptism and, by fire. Yeah, there it is. Exactly. And I'm like, so this is this is what it is, you know? Boats are meant to float, so I'm not worried about anything sinking. 
you know, it's and, and, and we're not that far from the beach. That's the attitude I love for my captain. But those, yeah. What I used yeah. to what I, worry about that. What I used to say before I even because if you told me if you said to me in 2010, Hank, you're going to wind up on Block Island and you're going to be a charter boat captain running a 33 Young Brothers, ever like like multiple times a week. Like I would have been like, I don't know what you're smoking, but I want some too. You know, I mean, that was, yeah, you sure. know, I mean, it was like, yeah, right. So that was how you kind of earned Chris Willie's respect or trust or that. Oh, he wouldn't have put me on the boat if he didn't, if he didn't, he, he, I, it's just, I had no, I'd never done it before, but we had to hook Jess up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm all in, you know, I got your back. Yep. I'm going to do my best, you know, but the only thing, what I stopped saying, what I used to say. Before I was on the boats was if you get a hole in one side of the boat, punch a hole in the other, let the water out. I don't joke like that anymore. No, <laughs> no, so no I don't make those jokes anymore. <laughs> you that's know, not funny. <laughs> you know, a much easier way to win Chris Willie's uh, trust or whatever, however you want to put it. You could, could have just cut through all that and just bought him a nice bottle of bourbon. That would have probably been a lot easier. Yeah, um, you know, actually, I mean, that's, you ask, I mean, like, yeah, here, I'm here, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. That's cool. <laughs> and the thing is, I put my time in, I I was, I was there, there was never, anytime he said, Hank, do this, I did, you know, and it's, a, and I, I've never had to ask him for anything, but I know if I ever needed anything, I would, but, but I don't have to ask him for anything because he's already given me everything, you know, I mean, like, okay, so I'm at the helm of Harley, this is the best thing ever in my life. I mean, I have people that are like getting off the boat after a trip and it's like, you have, you have no idea what this has done for the kids. They will be talking about this forever. This is the highlight of their trip. It's sort you know, of your, your, it's all the stuff you love to do all wrapped up in one package. Yeah. And it's the Black Island angling people, experience. They get the experience of angling, pulling in fish and, you know, you get to nurture and educate yeah. and do the thing you love the most. Yeah. Yeah. And take care of people. It sounds you know? like you cracked the code, man. Like you figured it out. Like, well, you never figure it out. You never get that comfortable. You know, I mean, I, you, you, it, 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 it might sound like that, but you know, you don't ever stop learning, you know, right. you yeah, gotta, yeah, you, yeah. there's always more to learn. As soon as you say, I cracked the code, I got it, man, you're going to get kicked in the balls because there's times when even fly fishing for trout, which I was, I, I, I had game. It's like I got you yesterday. I know exactly what's going on today. You're you're dead to rights in my sight, and it's like can't buy a goddamn fish today. I, you, know, you know, you don't. I, I just, I, I re- I'm really, I'm, I'm, I, I really tried to be say, nope. I got to learn more. I'm not. But, I, I was good today, but I got to be better tomorrow. But that's the fishing thing. I had this conversation not eight hours ago with my friend. He and I fish all the time, several times a week, freshwater, saltwater. We love it, Damn. and. Um, you know, I said to him, I said, he was, he was starting, he's, he's getting into metal detecting. You know what I mean? And, Dave? uh, yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave Bam. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I could say his name. He was the first person that ever took care of me fishing out here. Yeah. And, and that's I how we met. And oh, we've, we've fished boy. together now for like 25 oh, years. Oh yeah. You're so. very competitive too. Yeah. Yeah. He we, says we he have beats a, you all the time. 
well, <laughs> and then we go fishing. Um, <laughs> so, um, Tell him I said hi when you see him. I love him to death. Oh, he's going to hear it. Um, <laughs> but, he, but he said, he, I, I love the thrill of the metal detector. I said, well, it's the same with fishing. I mean, if, if you went every time and every time you went, the first five casts, you caught five big fish, how, how fast would it get old? You know what I mean? It really would because it's that thrill of the hunt. It's going to the same place with the same bait on the same weather and not catching anything. Like, what happened? What am I doing wrong? You know it's what I mean? Variables. Yeah, you're it's a constant learning. challenge. Yeah. And I think that's, and you, you know, you seem to express that in life in general. You're never done learning. And I think that's what makes, you know, so makes me love fishing. Oh yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and again, because fishing has been like the nut, like people say what make a lot of my clients very frequently say what makes a person, one person, a better fisherman than another person. I'm like, I don't think there's any such thing as a great fisherman. You know, there's there's people who put their time in and going back to alluding to photography and this is this is critically important is that when I would go to seminars, one of the most foundational seminars that I you would you would be hearing people who are highly highly successful in the industry. One of the things that sticks with me the most is ladies talking about how she built her business as a photographer. First point she puts up is luck is when persistence meets opportunity. Yep. So yeah. so now there's a did now for me, I'm not blessed and I'm not lucky. I'm I'm for like there's certain things that are fortunate, you know, out of your control, good happenstances, but luck is something you create. By being by being opportunistic, uh, yeah, I heard it a slightly different way, but I've heard opportunity favors the well prepared. Like I've uh, also I've also luck. heard luck is the residue of design. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. but but, well, but when when you're persistent and you have an opportunity, you get lucky. You know, you, you that works for you. And then the other thing I learned in that situation is you know with um and and going to fishing, you know I catch a lot of fish. Because I'm in a place where there's a lot of fish and I'm fishing. That's what makes a person a good fish. I think the fish just like your vibe. I know I do. I do too. Well, listen, you know what? I have this funny feeling there's going to be another episode. <laughs> I, I have an episode with me. I'll be honest with you. I, I wrote down five or six questions here about the charter fishing and your, your worst stories. How many did you get to? Zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Dude, know. take those questions and just yeah. throw them in the garbage. <laughs> I... I just, I'm, you know, so I'm good. I'm but great. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, this has been very fascinating, educational. And you know what? When you live on an island like this with someone, you think you know them. <laughs> yeah. And, and you do. You know, like, I know that he's the only other guy in the bar that orders a pitcher of beer and just picks up the pitcher and drink it like I do, you know? <laughs> you know, so we know each other. We know that we're both friendly. We know that we're fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know what kind of dogs he's had. And I know, you know, you know all that about him. But this interview has really given me some deep insight into what a really, really great person you really are. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, you really are. It's been a pleasure, man. Do the right thing, man. <laughs> yeah, but I think we probably got to wrap it up uh, for That'll this episode. That'll do it for this one. But, I mean, Hank, you know, you're welcome on the show anytime. And, you got my phone number? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'll yeah, take care do. of you. Yeah. you know, I love everybody. I love you, Text too. Text <laughs> us some pictures of your man boobs. Yeah, uh, later. Late, hold, late night, though. Do you want me to put it on the page? Holding a, <laughs> holding a fish, preferably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no-handed, just being held up by yeah, the man by the so when I do my yep. all years thing for Sammy I'm like you gotta take a picture of this <laughs> make it a video yeah. <laughs> Hank thanks a lot man we'll talk to you again uh, soon thanks okay? for having me guys love uh, it right. thanks Hank thanks so much blue with fruit and a
Two Guys on Block Island is recorded live at Captain Nick's Rock and Roll Bar. Music, courtesy of the Booze Beggars. All segments produced by Rich Trethaway and Mark Scortino. See you next time, Captain.